0: What happens when water is exposed to EMF or wireless radiation? Here's something you may not know. Water is conscious and it responds vibrationally to whatever it is exposed to. At Omnia we've done an experiment where we froze and photographed three samples of water. Water which was not exposed to EMF radiation the baseline looked like this. Water which was exposed to an EMF field a 5G radiation field in fact looked like this. And water which was exposed to EMF that is balanced by the Omnia Radiation Balancer looked like this. See the difference? Remember, your body is 70% water. And here's a special offer for the Journey to Truth crowd. Just enter the word TRUTH in caps at the checkout for your 10% discount.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Just a reminder, tickets are available for our conference in Grafton, Illinois, May 22nd through the 25th. Tickets are available at journeytotruthcon.com. We're looking forward to seeing all of you out there. So grab a ticket, come hang out with us. If you can't make it, on uh, live stream tickets are available for $99. Uh, and so take advantage of that. Without wasting any time, tonight we are joined by Gene Decode, who is a 20 plus year veteran of the U.S. Navy submarine fleet. He's done some incredible work. I'm really impressed by his extensive research and his database of knowledge or information on his website, his extensive understanding of the Underground Tunnel Network, which I'd like to get into today, and among many other things. So welcome to the show, Gene.
0: Thank you. Um, Really appreciate you having me here. And I wanted to mention the audience, uh, you know. The conference sounds fantastic. Um, I, I'm not allowed to go to public things, so I don't know anything about it, just to put it that way. The <laughs> most yeah. well, Sounds great. Go there if you feel called. <laughs> yeah. You know, just put it after listening to it. I go, hey, it sounds fun, but I'm not allowed to go into public forum.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate that. So, I mean, you know, as you know, our audience along with us, we pretty much have a, a vast understanding of what's happening on this planet right now. So, you know, we we love interviewing people like you who might be able to provide us with intel on like the current status of things or is to the best of your knowledge, what's the status of the underground wars right now, you know, off-world activities, stuff like that. Maybe maybe we could start underground and you can kind of give us an idea of what's happening. What is the status of that war? What percentage of the dumbs have been taken over by the White Hats and we can just go from there.
0: No, it's First, necessary to understand that in war, just like in Ukraine, you see uh, property, so to speak, taken and then taken back and then taken again. So like they fell back from Kurson and then they're bombarding the enemy that came into Khorasan and then they'll go back into Kurson Same thing with different areas in the dumps where... Dumbs are taken. Dumbs are lost. um, Dumbs are retaken. The whole point is to um, do as much damage to your adversary as far as getting rid of their weaponry and their military structure so that they can't take back anything in the future is to not lose those things on your side on the Alliance side of the Earth Alliance, and then, of course, the uh, various alliances that are on a broader scale out to the galactic and multi-galactic area. So in doing so, you want to cause attrition to the enemy, both in number of combatants and in weaponry, and that's what the Alliance is doing. So they're doing exactly the same thing and taking the domes and all of the different interconnected tunnels, and even the jump gates that go to, like, for example, to Mars or to bases in the Kuiper Belt or other locations, some of the moons of Saturn as well, have jump gates. A lot of the uh, Hilton hotels near, especially the LA, one is quite frequently used where they have jump gates that they can jump, same as um, Dulce. A lot of people who worked at Dulce or Sandia would go ride their bicycle up to a little building in the middle of nowhere, go down, take a elevator going down 60, 70, 80, 200 floors, um, get in a small kind of trolley-like device, get on that, and seems to be a uninterrupted ride. And they'd be looking out the window, what looks like the New Mexico, for example, but they're actually outside that window. That's a hologram. Actually, what's outside that window would be Mars, so you know a lot of what's going on is not what meets the eye Uh, i'm sure you know your audience knows that a lot of people who you think are running the show in various countries of, like lavrov and putin say the combined west the combined west you know those that are real are just talking heads anyway they really i mean anybody that believes a guy could be a comedian and an actor and then go immediately after that and run a country at war. And I mean that. The Maidan coup, as soon as he got in, they went to war. They started building an army. They started bombarding the next and regions, all of that, missiles, rockets. And it was an ongoing war since 2014, poking the bear, poking the bear. And that's why they had the Minsk Accords. Why do you have peace accords? Because there's no peace. And then they, you know, as Merkel has now come out and said, along with on and quite a few other people, it was a sham to buy time to build up Ukraine so Putin wouldn't attack, the Russians wouldn't attack it. And they just kept poking it and poking it, make it worse and worse And it comes to a point where you have no option. And the point was that they knew that they had been with their bio research facilities, as Newland calls them. Uh, not what they really are we know but they were getting to release something that would target slavic people on the earth because they have a hatred for them that reaches back back to the time they first came to earth this group of negative non-terrestrials came into the pontiac steps as they call it that's where they first landed and came down And the people there fought them ferociously as they learned who and what they were about and who and what they are about is conquest. But they do it through infiltration primarily. It's what Cliff High calls the name changers. They get in, take people's names, identities, everything, and totally mess you over, mess up your identity. They, They would go and use the Silk Road, go up to China and trade in that person's name, and then the person will go up there themselves, and you owe us this, and you rape these women, and we're taking you up on charge of these children, and you, you know, do what they do, the satanic stuff to their gods, Baal and Moloch and all that with the kids and all that, and you did this, and we're gonna kill you. And yeah. so this is why the Slavic people, they finally came into the time of the czars, said, you either adopt one of the three religions, Or will in you. And they supposedly did, but they just changed it into a black magic system that looked like that system. And so then they went and they thought they killed them, but they had already infiltrated all over the world. So that's what we're now looking in the combined West. A bunch of talking heads that are nothing but tools.
1: And right. And it's interesting too. Um, I remember James Casper. Sharing information about being on an assassination team, taking out one of the lower level Rothschilds and he was involved in the mission and they literally took this person out and he said the following week he saw that person on the news. Just showed, and he was only shared that to to help people understand how quickly they can use a clone to replace this person, and their death will actually go completely unknown to the public. I wonder how many times that has happened with our like public figures and talking heads, like you're mentioning.
0: Yep. So normally, what they do is they have a pod of clones for each important individual and in their families, and their tools, their talking heads. So if one gets eradicated, like the original then they start putting up the clones. But they still have the problem with quantum entanglement, which leads to genetic fading. So, for example, the earlobes, if the earlobes are not attached on the original person and the original person dies, the clones will come to, over time, the earlobes will become more and more attached. The nose features and certain features that are difficult. In other words, they just start to look more and more plastic. Um, eventually, by the time you get to where if you're cloning clones it's why the ZA reticuli came here because they did that for thousands of years thinking that every next model was an improvement over the previous model we don't need to cl- save the previous model because this new models are better, better faster stronger <laughs> you know smarter watch smarter or you know more capable let's put it that way i wouldn't always say their judgment of smarter is smarter more technically savvy yeah Not necessarily more street smart, as we like to call it on Earth. So you look at that, you get genetic fading to where then you don't have the original. Well, at a point, and this has come with uh, a certain person we believe is running our country, he's no longer a clone. He's a cyborg because you've replaced him too many times. You cloned him too many. You've got too much genetic fading. He got to the point, as was quite evident, looked like somebody with dementia and Alzheimer's. He doesn't even know who's who or where he is. Doesn't even know to look forward when he's talking. He's turn around talking to a flag. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Dude, yeah. you're no longer useful. Well, right. we'll create a cyborg to do that and we can program that thing to say and do whatever we want because you can't even remember or even hold your cue cards you know you have a very simple set of talking points you can't remember them without constantly checking them every three seconds it looks pathetic so right. they, you know right. that's the case with certain people who run certain huge organizations that are doing the alliance work now too is mm-hmm. they've Place people, but they've had to put a cyborg in place. Like Carrie's mentioned, a certain extremely powerful billionaire. I will not mention names. I'll let people figure it out. I think she said it succinctly enough and often enough for people to know who I'm referring to.
1: Right. It's interesting yeah. you mentioned the Grays or the Zeta Reticuli, and you know the genetic fading because Captain Mark Richards would talk about how the Zetas, in particular, would use um, like a portal or a gate system that the humans didn't want to use because it would actually like break down your genetic makeup and like it, it would affect your biology. And that's another reason why they became the way they became and they need us. They don't even care that they're degrading themselves by using this portal system. So it's just interesting. Like there's a multiple factors in place here um, why they have become so drone like.
0: Yeah. So the first portal was actually built by, out by, um, I think it's, Orson Wells in California, the Trinitron, and they took that technology and it turned out that it actually wasn't moving you between place A and place B. It was duplicating you at place B and eradicating you at place A. So you're automatically a clone, essentially.
1: That's what he yeah. said. Yes. Actually, thank you for that. That's exactly what he said. You weren't actually transporting, you would die and like replicate, basically mm-hmm. replicated on the other side.
0: But there's actually an outer limits where they would, you know, there was a, I think a reptilian species that was responsible for overseeing it. It's very accurate to what's going on, where they would make sure there's, I forget the word that the reptilian would use, no redundancy. So that the initial one at the send off location of the data, you would be digitized data, data sent to the other end and recreated as a from a data stream. So it's just data streaming through quantum entanglement, what is known as the Zeno effect. So the Zeno effect would instantly relay you between point A and point B. You would instantly be at point B and materialize there. It would seem like you're being materialized. What's so being materialized, the data stream is being materialized, like replicated in a replicator using a A formula, so to speak, of this is what I want to eat, so it replicates that information into an organic compound or food, or in this case, a person. And so, you know, all of the people that have the portals that they have now don't do that, but the ones at that time do that. Stargates, as there are all of the original ones, even up to the the uh, ancient builder race. The stargates that they built, plus the ones that were built in the beginning of this creation, require a human being to go through it. If it doesn't have a human being that's activating it, it keys on the genetic stranding of the human being. There's originally humans had 64 genetic strands, which that's why you still have a remnant of that 64 amino acids in the DNA, which is like a ladder, you know, a. Hu- uh, up the helix ladder with the information in between the two rungs. This is as simple as it can get. Because mm-hmm. if you have one wrong, you're and there's nothing to attach it to on the other side. You're only using four genetic carriers out of the 64. So part of what is indigo children, for example, is children that were born in triple helix. And not only are they Now have two hundred percent more information because now you have a third rung you can attach to the first and second rung, so you have double what you initially had plus what you initially had, or two hundred percent more. Not a two hundred percent increase, but now you're three hundred percent of the you know original. If we say from zero, we have three hundred percent. That's one hundred percent. So. You also now are using another four carriers. When you got up to 64, and it's a little complicated to understand because they're balls of 12. So, you know, a lot of people understand that humans used to have 12 genetic strands. That's when they drop down density to third density. At fourth density, you have 24, but that's 12, a ball of 12 around the original 12 that are interconnected to the inside ball, kind of like those old Chinese, Balls where they would amazingly carve ivory or jade where the balls would spin inside each other. But in this case, they they could spin, but they're also interconnected. So you would have four balls, that's 48, with strings interconnecting of another total to make 64 total genetic strands. And each one of those 64 carriers and 32 pairs plus the 64 strands would code to a certain gate system. So, you know, it's like in you read in the Bible when they went into the fiery furnace and they're just walking around fine. But anybody else of the king's minions, because they're not human, would get smoked. They get turned into ash or they come out extremely genetically scrambled. And so it requires a human. And that's they learn that it's why in the big bloodlines, the first uh, is the uh, black bloodlines. You have the white bloodlines, the black lines, and then the gray lines. There's three levels of power within the elite. You don't normally even hear the Orsini's, I believe, now are at the top for the gray pope and that stuff. But, and of course, that top's removed and replaced. But in that, they first two levels were created as mankind so that they could have beings that would mine gold for them because they don't want to go crawling around in holes in the ground, and they tried to force humans to do it, and they, they wouldn't do it. And what the humans actually were able to repel the, I believe, the, I uh, can't remember the race, uh, won't come to mind right now, but it's in the um, Alien Resource book, where the humans fought back and won. And they repelled an invasion of 144,000 ships. All but one was destroyed. And they sent it tucktail home. Don't come back. And, of course, they came back and infiltrated and kept doing what they do. But at the same time, they realized humans could not be forced. So they need to dumb humans down. So they started purposely working on getting the Stranding, which was 12 at that time because it's Earth, down to where it is now so that they could make a slave population. But in the meantime, they needed to get the gold because their slave race of warriors that they had conquered, one of the two star systems that orbits our sun, it's a trinary system. So you have Nemesis, which has Helion, Argoda, and Nebu. And those three outer worlds of the seven planets in that system are inhabited by the Anunnaki. And they had a vast long war with these tall red-haired giants people with six fingers and toes, and enslaved them eventually, killed them off. And it was a nuclear war. So their planet was badly damaged. And how you recover from that is gold in the uh, monatomic state. You take gold and you need vast amounts for three planets. So they use vast amounts of gold, but those systems don't have the gold. Earth has so they came to Earth to get the gold. And that's the beginning of the Duns. in actuality. They started creating these fast tunneling systems. That's why in Africa, in the diamond mines, if they find one of these shafts it's going straight down, laser straight, and it was cut by what's called a maser, which is a microwave instead of a light amplification. And that's what, um, man, my mind's at a point for names. Um, Guy down in Africa showing all the huge buildings that are twelve feet tall, solid dolomite. Actually, not, I almost keep getting
1: there. not Michael tellinger. Michael.
0: tellinger. yeah, yes, Michael tellinger Thank you. Came just as you started giving me the M because my mind is alphabetical. <laughs> so memory. So he shows all of these structures all over Africa, and they look like flowers yeah. with no doors, no windows. Well, if you open up your a microwave and you look at what generates the microwaves. It's a little flower-like looking device that's very tiny. Imagine blowing that up to the size it is in Africa. And you have hundreds of thousands of these. You're talking something that can create a massive beam cut down straight into the earth and send the miners down there to find the veins, bring the gold up, put it back in the device, and now it goes and it dematerializes the gold and sends it up into the ships so they could take it every time Nebiru comes through when it gets close to minimize energy expenditure. They're all about in minimizing expenditure and getting maximum outgo for your input.
1: And I've so, heard... Yes, go ahead. I've heard that the proper, some of the properties of the gold found on Earth isn't found in gold that would be mined, let's say, from an asteroid. So they specifically need the gold from this planet for whatever reason. I don't know how true that is, but it would make sense. I mean, because gold is apparently abundant in the in the universe. So to need it strictly from Earth, you would have to have a specific reason.
0: Well, that's against taste to the Stargate's. Because, again, if you're going to use a gate, you've got to have the human, human energy structure, the genetic stranding. Humans have been on Earth long enough that we're not indigenous here. This was originally a moon called Kingu that was a moon of Tiamat. And then the, they did what they always do. And they blew the planet up. And the humans had moved by that time, knew, had been told it was coming, had gone to Kingu. And Kingu got displaced into the orbit it is now. Um, so it's not originally indigenous; was our home, but it's the home of humanity f- for so long. This is a very, very long time ago that the ley lines pick up the life on the planet. The planets are living beings. Mm-hmm. And they, as you become unified together, just like if you look at your mitochondria, your mitochondria is free occurring in nature. It er- originally came into people. And helped us learn with us to create energy for us. And so, in the process of that, it becomes part of who you are. We're literally part of who the planet is. Right. Because of that, the energy structure of everything that's forming here, growing here, everything becomes patterned to be cohesive as a whole. So, if you look at plants, for example, every single plant on earth is here to help humanity in some way. It's either food, It's an organic, like garlic, it's not something you want to really eat much of because it destabilizes the right and left hemispheres of the brain. So if you're doing both right and left hemisphere operations, like steering a starship and doing vast calculations in your head at the same time, you can't do that. So if you look at uh, the right and left hemisphere, normally algebraic sum, they're massive. It's like sine waves going in opposite directions. If I take the algebraic sum of that, when it inverts itself, it's zero. So that's what garlic does. It inverts the signal in your brain, destabilizes the right and left hemisphere. So, but if we take garlic, it's perfect for organic farming without pesticides. So everything on earth eventually work together, learn to work together, just like all the organs and everything in your body, learn to work together, and then you know they create systems that cause. A parasitic situation where your body attacks itself that's what they do they're at right. death call. So yeah. in the earth working together, gold is not something that is an inherent element. there are certain inherent elements by that I mean um, naturally occurring. Gold is something that transmutes from silicon and as it transmutes it takes on the energy of where it transmutes and in that energy of where here, on that specific exact location. So let's say it transmutes in an area like the Argos mine in Colorado, or in a mine in Africa, or in a mine in Israel. It's going to have that energy of Israel. That's why if you look at Thai gold, it's much orangey, more orange and reddish compared to gold coming out of the Argos mine in Colorado, for example. So you look at gold, how can the exact same element? Look different and have some different properties because it's taking on the energy of where it is. Precisely, yeah. so the people that have lived in that area for thousands and millions of years, it's going to take on those energies. So the goal from Earth, because it's human energy primarily that's involved with everything on Earth, it has that energy. So you can use that to gate. To use the uh, star gates you that use makes that gold and
1: that that whew. was a very long explanation but it makes perfect sense
0: actually <laughs> that does make sense so, so i need the earth gold yeah to absolutely to
1: use the gates and i've also heard from my understanding that like some of the gates over in israel iran iraq that area they're actually shifting they're constantly shifting they're not stationary And that would be why we constantly have a military presence over there to guard those gates, because they're always moving. They're never in one location for a long time. Have you ever heard that?
0: Yeah, and that's due to the fact that they destabilized a lot of the chakras of the earth. And there are teams that go and move the chakras now for the alliance and move them and put them in a certain place. And then they're essentially mind wiped so they don't even know where it happened, that they left it. Where they put it, so no. But if the, you know, the negatives get that person, they go into the person's mind and try to find where they put the new, sh- the location. They can't find it because the person themselves doesn't know. So, a mm-hmm. stargate requires it to be tied to a chakra. Just like you can actually become a stargate yourself. You can learn if you're a human to gate, to become a gate. It's what they call tesseracting so you create what's called a trifold rip in space time and so doing you can move through space and on because they're interrelated time doesn't really exist as we understand it it's a location in space that's why you know the real estate term everything is low location 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 that's precisely correct everything is location and locations a frequency it's a quantum frequency location
1: right so oh man there's so many things i want to ask you about you've mentioned in previous interviews about alternative two and alternative three alternative two is relocating the elites underground into massive caverns and alternative three is colonizing like the moon and mars for like slave colonies basically and i didn't know if you had any updates on like is is this still an active operation is that still in play or has something been done to stop that
0: Uh, still in place, still going on. They're still out there trying to do, um, because they've pretty much lost control of the solar system. They have a few small nooks and crannies, just like, um, the majority of domes are under the Alliance control. Of course, the tunnel systems are so vast down to things that are just old mine shafts and that kind of stuff and mining tunnels. Um, those are going to take some time and the solar system is pretty under much under control of the Earth Alliance, mainly controlled by Solar Warden, which is Radiant Guardian and Radiant Glory are the two halves, depending on which side of the asteroid field you're talking about. But they still have a total of, they just call it the Neust, uh, uh, out beyond our system, the Dark Fleet, which is the NAZI's Third, Fourth, and Fifth Reichs, uh, or Fourth, Fifth Reichs now mostly. And they still have a total of about 450 worlds that they subjugated through the standard techniques of bombarding it with meteors. Coming there first, so oh, this alien race is going to come and try to take your planet. will help you. They install a the Babylonian money system, all the same stuff we have here, and then they bombard it with meteors and they send in the enemy because the enemy is them. <laughs> you yeah, know, right. problem action solution, right? Yep. Like alien dialectic creep. Opposites that pull together, so you take over the world. (laughs) That's what they do every time. It's the same playbook. They've used it as they've been, you know, vampiring and pretty much being a parasitic race traveling through the cosmos. Right. Yep, that's what they do. Mm -hmm. uh,
1: This is slightly changing the subject, but on Monday. I read there was nearly 100% blackout of all military transponders over North America. And I don't know if you had any intel as to why that might have happened.
0: Yeah, um, there was a massive removal of certain types of middle. They've done the upper levels, the alliance. So they're doing the middle level, the talking heads that we see in mainstream media. They're replacing them. And taking them out and those that won't play ball and those that will play ball they if they deem that they're trustworthy enough that they have enough leverage to keep that person in line then they allow them to stay and it's just like you know uh Mosey said somebody knock on the door open the door guns put right at your um uh, beneath their nose because if I shoot the bullet through your head right there, it severs your spinal column. You're dead, and it pierces certain things that you can't live without. And you're being given an option to do certain things, or we'll remove you. And so they, you know, those that they couldn't trust have been were getting too plentiful. Gitmo and Camp Century and other locations where they had them were full. So they had to, and there's quite a few besides those within the US, you know, different dumps and things they've taken that were full and they need more room. So they remove them off world and it's too cumbersome and too time consuming to gate them or portal them. So they just came down with massive craft, stealthed, and removed them from the planet. Well, that means a lot of craft going off. And too many to allow for it. You would run the risk of having an air disaster, at least one of some major liner crashing into something. It didn't see anything. It just crashed into the air. (laughs) The air suddenly hit solid air. (laughs) So, you know, they have to shut it down so that they could get all of these beings off to the various colonies what the high level one is the one on the edge of the backside of the moon. It they get over an 18-year period the moon shows 54% of its surface. So periodically they get a good view of the earth. It's a transparent um high grade aluminum steel kind of structure that's transparent. And then there's a few in moons of Jupiter and the Kyber belt and then outside the system entirely. And the high high level people and not meaning necessarily human now, but you know, things that came out of the Queen, for example, were are taken to Andromeda. To there's a planet that is a planet that is where they hold tribunals for violations against crimes against humanity and against life, sentient life, that they have been meddling in ways that allows for the you know alliance. Of free worlds, and the Guardian Alliance, the Galactic Alliances, all uphold a certain non-interference policy to a point. That means when that species becomes spacefaring, and it becomes capable of a world government, but the other side has interfered to such an extent it's no longer possible, and certain crimes of a certain level and quantity have occurred, they're now allowed to interfere. And that has, you know, the Council of five that came back to the council of 7 and now is back to the council of 9 petitioned to help humanity on earth and so now they are starting with the domes and you know initially they drained and you know a lot of the oceans into the lower domes under the oceans but they realized if they do that worldwide the ocean levels will drop 100 feet, (laughs) you know, it dropped at three inches worldwide. I'm like, oh, this is not really a good idea. We can see they're still doing some of that with the constant flooding in D.C. of the Potomac through that mess. And then the Euphrates is almost empty. And then, of course, the Hoover Dam is way, way down. At least it was. I haven't checked lately to see where it is, but it was way, way down. And the Euphrates is showing stuff, tunnels and all kinds of stuff being revealed, And so they had to, because of the vast amount in the dumps here and all the holding facilities, they had to remove them outside our solar system to the high-level stuff and to tribunals in that planet in Andromeda.
1: Wow. And yeah, the water is a really interesting component, and it seems like... You know it's being drained but it's also exposing so much just stuff that's been hidden underwater like ancient sites you know dinosaur tracks you know stuff like that but mother Nature herself is like showing us what's going on as well and like the ice melting and Antarctica is revealing things and it's just really interesting like we're getting a new a new picture is being painted of what this planet really is or was yeah the
0: um one of the reasons they have the climate the you know green new deal kind of climate deal is because if there's the global warming quote global warming doesn't mean that certain areas are going to go insanely hot it means the earth will warm to what it used to be before they came and messed it up it used to be tropical pole to pole it's it'll green out you didn't have massive tracts of desert. That's why they promote the Pangea idea too, which massive track of desert again, because you can't get rain all the way from the oceans into a continent that's all the continents assemble. All the continents did assemble, but not with ocean around them at all, because the oceans are only 170 million years old in the oldest place, which is off the coast of Asia. That means they weren't here 170 million years ago. The oh, take all of them out. Take a real projection of the Earth, like a uh, Peters projection or good projection, and you can find out. You can put all of the continents slide out. You know the major part of Antarctica and Australia up into the Pacific, and the other part, which is Atlantis, up into the Atlantic, and it it gets a smaller ball at about forty eight percent the size of the Earth, with holes at the poles to go inside to the inner Earth, and it used to be one solid plate, the whole surface inside and out was one solid piece. And they created a war that ripped it all into pieces and then the spin torque of the earth caused it to pull apart evenly. I mean, you didn't have like India go halfway around the world and Africa not move at all. <laughs> how does that work? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's even due to spin caused by torque, you know, the torque caused by the spin. And so that, you know, if we look at how it used to be, it was one solid chunk tropical from pole to pole. So you go to Antarctica, you have coal. Well, coal comes from trees, mostly, you know, and big plants. And you have fossils down there, and you have dinosaur fossils down there. So you had, you know, they also created the T-Rex from genetic engineering to predate, again, the predominant species at the time, which was the dinosaurs. They wanted to predate the raptors, you know, who were the sentient species at the time Mm -hmm. here before humans came here. And so they wanted to control everything. That's how they always do. So they tried to do that with the raptors. It didn't work. The raptors went inside, you know, into tunnels and stuff. And they created T-Rex from the raptors genetics along with Brachiosaurus and a few other things to try to wipe out the raptors. And that's why the raptors now know who they are just like Lavrov learned. Call a revolution, they'll wipe you out. Don't sign a treaty with them because they don't do anything but use a treaty to their advantage, and then when they're done, they use it for scrap paper. You know, they don't right. honor, have no honor.
1: According to Mark Richards, he the Raptors claim that this is their planet. Now, obviously, I don't know how verifiable that is, and maybe that's what they think, but he he's tells a very similar story to the one you just told about the raptors and allegedly now they've aligned with the humans and it's like a raptor-human alliance versus like the draconians. Like I I can't verify any of this. You know, to me, it's all hearsay. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, the raptors were originally, this was their planet. At that time, humans were on Tiamat. We got kicked off Tiamat because we knew they were going to blow the bejeebers out of the place. Before Tiamat, That's when we were 24 stranded, fourth density. Humans were on a planet called Tara, which is in Andromeda, which they blew to bejeevers and created a rip in space time and pulled the fallen star systems in Andromeda into what is now known as the Milky Way. 650 billion years ago is when that occurred. Before that, before Tara, humans were originally on a planet that orbited the central sun of the entire universe. All the galaxies orbit a central sun, just like a giant solar system. The galaxies are like, if you put it that way, like little electrons orbiting the nucleus. Mm -hmm. They're clouds of planets, like an electron kind of is a cloud of material. And so that central star the Sumerians call Shigra and NASA call Shigra, but they spell it different. NASA calls it S-G-R-A, Stellar Gravitational Radio Anomaly, which is how they found it. It's so massive. They found there was a massive gravity well causing all the galaxies to pivot around it, and they found it through infrared X-rays and ultraviolet. And so it originally had a massive planet called Urantia. It's where the, the term the Urantia book term was taken from. And that was the original home and the original gate hub for all the stargates, and they blew that up too. That was the home for humanity at seventh density and above when we were sixty-four genetically stranded but non-corporeal. Where does where does Lyra fit into all this? Because a lot of people talk about we originally came from Lyra, but it sounds like it's actually way before that. Uh yeah. So when Urantia was destroyed, a large Humanity was broken in contingents that escaped the destruction. A large contingent went to Lyra. Okay. And, you know, had to battle. There were the Lycosian wars in which they battled the Lycosians. Uh, Michael was the main leader of that. That then later joined with Lucifer to overthrow the um, throne and take over the throne of non, of Enlil, his mom. And so humans were involved in that mess too in Lyra and also in Robert's planet, which near Indian in Wolf 379 and 357 and 364. So there's all these contingents of humans, you know, kind of like no nomad- turn nomadic because your home's destroyed.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we are true nomads. You met, earlier you mentioned the Pope and I was gonna go back to the tunnels and what's under the Vatican and has that been taken over. But That's
0: taken over, but you're talking a vast project, because you have to realize what's there, besides the fact that that dome is vast under there. You had a tunnel system that they thought just went to Jerusalem. Howsoever, the first 150 miles was gold, because that they are taking gold from all over the earth to assemble it in one location so that we can then, through that energy structure, control the gates of the Earth, all of them, and all of humanity, too. We can harp everything together and uplink it to the thosphere, that Thoth created, and then create a soul trap around the Earth that would forever mean souls can't even get off Earth. They can't even get to Jupiter to get trapped by the rings of Saturn and, you know, into that soul trap. They'll be trapped here, as loose, forever. That is the game plan of the negatives. They want to have an enslavement of humanity that is incomprehensible. In other words, at the soul level and every level below that, you would be trapped here forever. You would reincarnate again and again and again and mind wiped every time and have no memory and no way out of here. And they would tag the soul so that it could never leave again. It could not get out of the soul trap. A lot of souls. You know, know, there's a few that know, like myself, never to get caught. We immediately go outside the Milky Way. You don't even go into the darkness or go into the white light or go up the stairway to heaven or any of this garbage. You head out of the Milky Way now, as soon as you die. You're, you, you tesseract your soul right out of here. So you don't get that mind wipe. And you remember vast times of people coming back and coming back and coming back and not remembering who they are and what they are and why you were created and why God made you. And, you know, we volunteer to come back to try to help humanity to overthrow this monstrosity of you know things that's happening. And this is it. This is the time they have the technology and everything in place. And all that gold has now been removed because that was a huge getting ready to activate now they took all that gold out, which took massive amount of diamond effort because you're talking 150 miles was about 100 feet high by 60 feet wide stacks and stacks and stacks of pallets of gold. Then they found a tunnel that went to the Alps, and they're like, "What's in this? Ancient artifacts, all kinds of ancient things, going back." There's four arcs of the covenant total. They had one. There's three more now. Um, they found all kinds of things like this. Some of the ancient crystalline skulls. There's a total of seven of those. They had four. Now they got the other three. Um, that's why they b- grabbed Jacques de Molay, by the way, was to get the skull of the carthaginians. So they found this all the way up into Lake Geneva, under Lake Geneva, the dome that's there. Okay, now they find that hidden portal, which was hologrammed portal and Stargate and tunnel connection. Now that goes to Sard. Now this went that goes to Ukraine. Halfway up, there's one going to Ukraine. Big surprise, because that's where they started here. Everything ties to Ukraine. Everything. That's why you see Biden, you know, and Hunter and the hunter becoming the hunted and all that. It all ties together. Everything is tied together is a cohesive of on both sides. Yeah. So, you know, you got right. all of those artifacts, plus you have the entire library of Alexandria, the entire thing, which was all of the manuscripts from all over the world at the time were taken there, but they're not going to burn all that information. They hoard and love information because you can use information for control and power. Exactly. Plus, you've got massive down. They haven't just been retrieving down crafts in 1947 and they got the Star Wars initiative completed. They've been retrieving down craft for a million years. So they've been going to where? The Vatican. You've got all of these craft. It's an, a massive, massive project to organize and collect and categorize. And again, Another reason we're going to probably see what happened over the Americas happen over that part of the world because where are you going to put all that stuff? You don't want to keep all of it there because it's too much in one place. You don't want to keep like the Cabal did all your eggs in one basket, not wise. So you disperse it. Same right. thing why you do all your criminals in one place, prison riot, <laughs> you know, disperse yeah. them spread them out
1: yeah right yeah i mean the vatican's always been a huge interest of mine and it i didn't realize it was that massive but i'd like to think that something was being done and you know some sort of white hat presence has taken over at least part of it and i guess it's just going to be all of this is ongoing until i mean who knows until when But it's interesting, I saw the Pope the other day, there was like World Youth Day in Panama, and they had a, like the logo for World Youth Day was basically looked like a serpent's head eating the cross. And somebody pointed this out. Well, I thought the serpent actually looked like a Q, a backwards Q. And then when you mirrored that image, it literally says Q plus. And I'm like, And I'm like, okay, so we know Q says no coincidences, think mirror, you mirror that image, the new logo for the World Youth Day from the Vatican, you mirror it and it says Q plus. Is that like a subtle way of telling us white hats have control of that? If you subscribe to the whole Q narrative, which a lot of people have a problem with, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, so, you know, having had a fairly high, not like, incredibly high, but fairly high clearance when I was in the military. Um, I do know Q clearance is real. There is such a thing as a Q clearance. It goes even beyond President eyes only, significantly higher than that. So Q plus is who we think it is, who it's been told to be and that does exist and that is symbolizing it and they actually will use mirroring too so sometimes they will use what we have and mirror it or turn it upside down for example the peace cross is not a peace cross that's the rune of death it's upside down it's how it came into being by how you support a roof you have a beam going up to the peak And then you have two side structure beams coming to that to support the sides of the roof coming down. And then you put an arc, which is the strongest, structurally speaking, structure there is. And that is the beginning of the peace symbol, which means you're at peace because the roof is over your head and hail and snow and stuff doesn't come down on your head. It's peaceful. But if the roof is on your head, you're probably dead. And then it's upside down, that support structure, and it's now you're dead. So it's a wound of death. So they do this inversion all the time. So if you take the NWO, in which you just mentioned, we invert that, it means own, own you. That's what they say. So, you know, if you look at the Q, what does that go back to in ancient times? And what word does it stand for in German? And that'll tell you who Q is. I'll just leave it with that. And what time we're in, it's really significant because to understand, it is real. I mean, yeah, it could be a CIA op. It could be. A lot of people think it was because you would have to have that level because you got pictures happening from Air Force One when Trump was in, in you know, in Air Force One. So it's got to be some special service or CIA types or it is who they say they are from I understanding it is who they say they are and then some and it goes back to what's called the plan which was originally a three-inch binder created by Nikolai Tesla, Von de Graaff, Howard Hughes and the Trump brothers to end this before they take the earth entirely. It was because of Howard Hughes that he found out and realized what they were really up to and what they were really doing. And so he invested everything he had and he became reclusive. And he invested everything he had into the technologies that Tesla had time travel at that time. And Von de Graff. And then he got the Trump brothers, and you know. Trump is significantly beyond what most people can understand. The whole Trump family actually is. So his IQ is significant. Yeah, Way and that, beyond.
1: And that's always been my feeling. There's something so much more to that operation and the Trumps and everything. And when you really do apply time travel to this operation, it's the only way they could have actually... Had the balls to pull it off you would have to have access to some sort of technology like that it's a timeline war time travel is involved and mm-hmm. I've, time travel is essentially being used to save the world <laughs> right
0: yep and you know, on my website gndcode.org i do have a uh, the plan time travel and the plan to save the world going into john titter and baron von trump and the time travel and the plan and all of us and it's because they are allowed to do it, because the other side had been doing it for a very long time. They've been using ancient technologies and time travel to create the timelines we're on. These didn't originally exist. For example, they truncated Tataria timeline into this, where you have a lot of buildings that came here and people, big, huge, tall people here, because that's a different timeline, a different humanity. Um, then you have where they've gone back and assassinated. Initially, they sent an assassin to go team to go back and get rid of somebody who would be, uh, you know, disrupting their plan, who would become president and disrupt their plan. And they came back and the person still was alive. And they go, You missed them. You got the wrong person. So they went back and killed the person's grandfather before that person had a son to have the, you know, and he said, nope, you missed him again. So they went back again and burned the body of the stone and brought the ashes back and genetically typed a little bit of the genetic material they brought back. No, nope, this is him. No, nope, still didn't get him. It was von Neumann that came and did. figured out the timeline manifolds exist in manifolds of eight lines. So you have to do it a total of eight times. You don't eradicate the timeline. You create a new bundle. And you move yourself onto that bundle. That you create by creating a line where that person doesn't exist at all. You get rid of every possible rendition on that manifold. You create a brand new manifold. You can't get rid of anything because only who created it can get rid of it. In other words, the one being that's creating everything, and that's why people think you know. Oh, a lot of people think I'm pretty much insane, especially 30 years ago. <laughs> they roll their eyes and walk. Dude, you're 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 totally certifiable. You know. Because I've all my life seen Deva. I've all my life had little tiny friends that are one inch tall that helped me and have saved my life sometimes in inexplicable ways. I go, how'd you get out of that? You just disappeared. (laughs) I was saved. (laughs) Because I have friends. But there's only one original thinker, which means there's nothing that's fiction or science fiction or fantasy. It exists somewhere. All you can do is reiterate it or recombine it in new ways, and that's why they love humanity because humanity is one of the few species that can actually do that because we're connected to the creator directly, and in that connection, we can now combine information together, come up with a new idea. That's why we're the best engineers. You look at the Mars colony, the technology there that people beings of different civilizations over 900 will come in and need their craft fixed and they go some fixable we'll give you a new one okay we don't want the newest one we, we can't even figure out what that is anymore <laughs> how do you run it now how do you even use the thing you know it's too advanced give us one like model a <laughs> you know the model a of that <laughs> because it's too advanced humans can back engineer back engineered to the point where it's beyond what it originally was. Same thing you see with the tanks going on in Ukraine. They can't ship them the Abrams they have today. They couldn't even use them over there. They're going to go, what do we do? They're going to wind up tearing their arm off or their hand off or something. You know, they'd have no idea how, plus some of the armor in those, in those tanks, are capable of interstellar travel. The tanks are capable of going to Mars by themselves. Hmm. That's why they don't want them over there, the Challenger included. What is it made out of? Depleted what? And what is that used for in the STAR w- program?
1: Yeah, I've heard that if you applied or retrofitted the proper technology to even a VW bus, the VW bus could make it to the Moon or Mars. Uh just depending on the level of advanced technology that's implicated, so that would make sense. It sounds crazy that a tank's going to just take off and fly to Mars, but you know, wouldn't necessarily look like that. This is beyond our comprehension.
0: I think it's like what you see—the craft coming out of the air, like smoke, and then suddenly it's materialized. There's a lot of videos like that where you see somebody looking outside the window and they see a cigar. Sh- they see a disc coming out, and then a cigar-shaped craft comes out after it, like a puff of smoke. Yeah. That's the type of technology. It just materializes itself. It portals through. It becomes a portal itself, just like you can become a stargate, and then you materialize yourself in whatever space-time location. That's a situation of a solar boarding craft chasing down a a a, douched, a dark fleet craft. And so, you know, there's many of those type of things out there. And the tanks have that capacity too, to literally drive from Ukraine. If they knew what they're doing, they could accidentally wind up on Mars. They're going, Where'd everybody go? <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, oh my goodness, it's a giant spider. <laughs> yeah, right. We now, must be in moot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you see the uh, spiral that appeared over Hawaii just like last night or just recently um, that kind of looked like the Norway spiral? A lot of people say it's like a SpaceX launch or something to that effect. I disagree. I think they're actually creating portals right before our eyes and it you know, might be part of some operation. Uh, what do you know about that or do you know?
0: Um, the inter-timeline gates, when you go into a parallel timeline, look like that. When you gate to another timeline, which both sides do, because the cabal was doing it, they've been raiding and using other timelines to create problems here. They've been raiding and bringing people from other timelines over here that were dead here instead of cloning, once they couldn't clone. That's one thing (laughs) they've done. Mm -hmm. Another thing they've done is like Chernobyl and Fukushima, they took... Material, nuclear material, waste material, and they were sending it into those reactors here on this timeline. Well, if your formula for how much waste you have to compensate for, and how much you know, microperes per cubic milliliter and all of that, if you're at a safe operating level, etc., then you're calculating that out. But you're getting waste coming from nowhere, you're not compensating for that. And so they caused it to happen by doing. Essentially, timeline warfare, because they control that timeline over there already. So they're sending it over here to create damage and destruction. That's mostly Omicron uh, Draco Omicron. That they're, they're doing. That. They work at that level. They work at inter-time and intergalactic and galactic level. They don't normally get involved in like local wars. They work on bigger levels. And so they were doing that. So now the Alliance is doing the same thing. They're working, trying to repair the damage. That's why it's, you see the movies like it's Disclosure. Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, Spider-Man showing inter-timeline interconnectivity because they were planning on truncating, not just one timeline like Tartaria, hundreds, hundreds, so they would all collapse into one. You're causing a loss of life on a scale that can't be comprehended or put a number to, because you're ending galaxies, you're ending entire universes. I mean, how many sentient living beings is that? What number could you even put to it? We don't have a way even, you know, one times 10 to the times to the 10 to the times to the 10, whatever. I mean, you have to go to some kind of exponential system we don't even have. and so we have help from all of that now. The alliance, the infinite alliance, is why they call it the infinite alliance of free worlds. Are all here? That's why people that are going—it's going to happen on this day. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Um, I may be able to tell you a month out because it's now set to fairly determinate values, but you're now dealing with a essentially like a linear algebra equation that has nearly infinite variables on both sides. How in the world can you calculate the results? You can't. Even the quantum computer systems are struggling now. They're like, holy smoke. (laughs) It's like, wow. So you have some beings with vast, way beyond quantum computer capacity, vast ability. Kind of like you saw in again soft disclosure the beings that were in the le- the green uh, so the Green Lantern uh, what's that one with the green energy they had it backwards willpower's blue but they used to this green where he would think and it would become so he had a ring and it charged up through a lamp I can't remember the guy's name my my memory is trash today I swear but anyway. They had some very powerful beings that could hold that kind of calculations in their head. And there are beings with that kind of capacity at at high density. And so that's actually what's running it. It's beyond AI. So, you know, I know a lot of people like Kerry Cassidy is very concerned about the AI situation. I would be, too, if that's what's really running the show. Because you've got organic AI. You've got non-organic AI, which is deaf or AI. It feeds off the living AI and all the other living material, and then you've got beyond that, and that's what's running the show now. It's beyond the AI,
1: right? And just listening to you talk and painting this picture right now, like this is beyond disclosure. What we're talking about, also, like it's this isn't this is beyond just like yeah, aliens are real. We have this technology. This is so convoluted. It's so (laughs) layered. There's really, like, like what are we hoping for here? Like, I understand this is a timeline war. We're not going to get some, like, I don't think there's going to be, like, one overnight event that's going to change things. I think this is, like, a generational thing. I, you know, I don't know how soon we expect something to happen. No, Like you said, anyone who's putting a date out there, like, obviously, we've learned the hard way that none of the dates manifest into anything. Or if something does happen on that date, it's unknown to the public. That's for sure. And going back to your, the idea of they don't even need to clone somebody, they could bring them over from another timeline. I had never even considered that concept before.
0: So yeah, it's the end, you know, there are some things you can fairly reliably put your finger on for the date and time frame. So across the entire Milky Way is a photon belt, and the Milky Way turns on its axis and it has a certain angular velocity. And you have a certain time frame that your solar system will pass through that. And that'll have a certain effect on you physically in energy physics, in quantum energy physics. And that effect happens at a regular interval. I did that as a decode on the expanding hollow Earth, showing how the Earth has certain cyclic mass extinctions. They're based on half the rotation of the Milky Way. Precisely. Why? Because you pass through that belt every time. And it has a massive effect on how the planets are and at what density they are. And it jumps you density every time you go through. It causes your sun corona. The first thing it does is it causes the sun's corona. A sun is not the sun's. We see it not two killer balls of energy. They're plasma balls a density level of ignition and we see what we call a sun well you go into a suppression field of a photon though that's massively dense it'll cause the magnetic field that's holding that in place to collapse to the core of the sun and then the sun will go out for that time frame you're in there and then mm-hmm. when you come out it'll burst well when it's in that core it's resonating it's vibrating and it's jumping octaves. In this case, it's going to jump too, is what I've been you know told so far, that it's going to go from third density to fifth. So when we come out, that corona bursts off the it, the sun bursts into light, and then the corona bursts off, what's called a coronal mass emission. And that's what causes what you know many the you know different religions, Christianity calls it the rapture, the phosphoriti, you know, go back to rapture, it's pretty much in every religion. You know, so when that hits a planet, that means everything either resonates with that and jumps to that vibrational level or it's, it's wiped out. It's literally, you know, reabsorbed and redistributed like a blast wave. So you have an option at that point. So that's pretty much set to when that's happened, unless and I'm not saying it's impossible. You stop the orbit of the Milky Way or you change it
1: really yeah so so some sort of solar event is imminent is mm-hmm. what, okay
0: and that's what's causing what is called global climate change it's what's driving it why yeah. is it why is mars why is jupiter i mean is there massive human industry there <laughs> right. no not on every single rock every planet <laughs> Yeah. Right. yeah, that's what David Wilcock used to always he would show NASA's own data showing all the planets in the solar system are heating up and the storms are getting bigger. And he's like, so yeah. how can you explain? They want to tell you we're causing global warming. And then they want to tell you that's causing and it's it's BS. It's happening in the whole solar system. Yeah. Well, it's because of everything you just explained. Exactly. And that goes back to alternative one, two, and three. Mm. What was alternative one? And why? Alternative one was to pre-ionize the Earth's atmosphere. From what? From that. They don't want the Great Awakening. They wanted to pre-ionize it and lock it down. Because when you cause a jump of third to fourth or fifth density, that happens at that level. With that level of power, you're going to cause the poles to split into a dipolar. They're trying to create a unipolar system Remember that? Everything is one. What is the one they're trying to create? Service to self. That's negative. Where's the positive? It'll separate and go where? To fourth fifth density positive. And that planet is already formed. Because the sun has already gone to fourth or fifth density. It's already prepared itself. So is the earth. So they are trying to lock down the surface of the earth. So alternative one was to pre-ionize the Earth's atmosphere into fourth and fifth density negative. And part of that sphere, connection to the thosphere with all that gold, is part of that too. And the harp and all of that is part of that too. To lock it in so that humanity, if they ascend, will ascend in service to self. They will not ascend in service to others. They will ascend negative. That's the original whole thing. And they found out the first thing they tried to do was to pre-ionize the Earth's atmosphere in the way, when, you know, they use the Eldridge on this timeline, and and it was the Underwood on my original timeline. They used the Eldridge to go to 1987 from Philadelphia to Boston to find out how to detonate a nuclear device without turning the Earth into a star. You know, a chain reaction was their fear. And they got the technology. Well, they said, well, could we instead, kind of sort on purpose, do that? What if we were to set nuclear devices at key points where nobody would notice, though, and cause the Earth's atmosphere to pre-ionize? So they put nuclear devices over the South and North Pole, because that's your poles. That's all of your ley lines, North to South, are connected. And then they did it over the outback in Australia, over the Amazon over Siberia in different locations, and they detonated them simultaneously. It doesn't ionize it in the Earth's atmosphere. It ain't holes in the ozone, yeah. <laughs> of course. And so they go, well, that is a disaster. <laughs> it's like, you know, the cube board said, these people are stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah. not paying attention at all to all your nuclear blasts you've done. Uh, no, obviously not. So then they got the various space shuttles to do, drag 16-mile-long wire behind them. And then they built the harps all over the Earth. And the big portion of that is not just mind control and weather manipulation, pre-ionization. And then, of course, Alternative 2 and Alternative 3 and Alternative 4.
1: And what's Alternative 4?
0: Timeline and inter... Timeline warfare.
1: Okay. So that's where we're Time at. Mm-hmm. And I've heard um, other insiders say that the original HARP location, or maybe all of them, are actually the true technology is coming from a pyramid that exists underground in those locations. Have you heard that?
0: There's a, pier- yeah, there's vast pyramids. It was originally a system worldwide that allowed for intergalactic uh, travel as well as free energy as well as thought transmission across the entire Earth. But I mean
1: underground, though, like an underground pyramid, like Mm -hmm. where Harp is located.
0: Yes. There's also one under the pyramids in Giza, a vast one, that makes those look like pimples. There's also (laughs) the biggest one in Crimea. Crimea,
1: that's in Ukraine?
0: Yep. Why do you think they're so hard after Crimea?
1: Why do you think that Russia's right. got to
0: give it back? <laughs> you know, or we'll right. take Russia to pieces.
1: Exactly, and then Malta is another hot spot over there. Apparently, some of those ancient structures were, you know, obviously built by ETs. But there's a lot more going on in Malta as well, which is very small.
0: You also have, mm-hmm. have the other biggest one is in China, in Xinjiang.
1: Really, mm-hmm. now, how do the chemtrails? come into play? How do they play into this? Are they trying to terraform the planet? Are they trying to block the effects of the sun? Is it all the above? Do they really still think they have a chance?
0: Yeah, they never give up. Whether they have a chance or not, they won't stop. They will never give up. Because sometimes you can pull it out of the fire. It's like in martial arts. I've been to where I thought I was toast. I had both knees dislocated. I was on the ground. The guy outweighed me by double. And I wound up inverting him into a trash can after as I knocked him out and crawled over to my car and reset my knees. You know, as a martial artist or a fighter, you learn to never give up. And they're in that mode. They'll never give up. And so the chemtrails are a combination of everything. It's pre-ionization. It's um, digital uplink. It's. Borg human Borg genesis. It's AIing everything on earth, plants and animals included. It's, you know, genesis everything into AI, like a Borg world where right. everything is connected to the virtual systems that control and run everything. Because people, you know, human beings have been brought down to two strands to where they are very ethnocentric. They think they're the only sentient life, you know, get down to second answer. They think the earth is flat and they're the only sentient life in all of creation and creation's just a flatter. I mean, yeah, <laughs> so oh, my the, goodness. Flat
1: earthers are actually living in 2D.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. They're living in 2D because they've been brought down to that. And I have sympathy and prayer for them and compassion. But, you know, to be limited down to that. But if you look at the vastness of life, even on this planet. If you want to go into intelligence, is the size of your brain and how many folds you have. Porpoises porpoises make us look like a mouse. (laughs) You know, their their intelligence is significant. They've shut down. They used to be birthing centers, even one in Hawaii, where women could go have babies with porpoises. And the porpoises would sound the baby out and talk to the baby. And that baby would walk, talk, have a higher IQ. Sooner than any other children,
1: and minimal health defects. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so, not only that, but trees. You get these ancient trees, and there's a thing called mycelium that's ter- mycelium that's connected to all the roots everywhere, and they're literally sending sugars and neurotransmitters, sugars down into the this network that used to go all the way across the continent. So the older trees would nurse the the new trees, especially those that were direct descendants of them. So you would have families of trees that would have the, and hold the energy of those areas. That's why culture is so important because the trees would hold the culture. They would hold the area. They would hold and store some of the Akashic records and Mm -hmm. the whales do the same thing. And the whales are vastly intelligent. Then you get, insect populations you get above a certain level of insects and like if you get an ant colony and the hill is four feet high that is now a sentient being that being has ability to think to reason to do military operations you know if you've ever i was a little destructive dennis the menace and i used to try to burn him with my you know uh, magnifying glasses and you know I went into a big hill like that and I was doing like I had advanced to flamethrowers with with uh spray bottles because I was raised by mankind all of my family and my except one person in my dad's generation was mankind this human is recessive and so I got raised into that mindset at first it took me a while to get myself out of it mm-hmm. and one of them was a learning experience with an ant hill I got with my little flamethrower's hairspray. And all of a sudden, I felt biting. It was red ants behind on my back of my legs. And I looked, and I'm covered with ants. And they had done a pincher move, like you see the Rus- Russians doing on Bakhmut right now, where they create a, a, um, a boiler. And they had entrapped me. So I started running, jumped over that. And I could see them sending flanks out cutting me off from the sidewalk. I'm like, they are doing military maneuvers telepathically linked? I mean, they can't be pheromones. They're 100 feet apart. And armies of them coming and maneuvering me and trying to route me back into the Central core. And I'm like, holy smoke, I barely got out of there. I'm like, I'll never do that again. And then I realized what I'm torturing. I'm torching something that's fighting for its life and I'm trying to destroy their home. Same thing your russians doing in ukraine. Your you're trying to destroy them. They, what choice do they have? So I said I'm not doing this anymore. I need to change how I do things here. I learned something. You know, some of us you should be paying attention. There's a whole lot of sentient life out there that you, have, you know, you're not looking. Trees talk to each other literally. Get your third eye decalcified in your pineal and go out up in the high up in altitude where it's very far from cities and learn and watch tree. Generate a ball of light and throw it into the tree 100 yards away. They're communicating. You're just not seeing it. And so there's vast intelligence. And everything is interconnected. Well, And, and that was included, and we used to be part of that net, the Agarthans and all the inner earth, their inner ocean is still sentient, and still alive, and still communicating with all of the life on the inside of the world.
1: Right. And that would explain the deforestation and all that, you know, if they're d- destroying trees, they're destroying part of the Akashic records, and, and, you know, it has this ripple effect that's detrimental, obviously, we know that, and You know, I've heard another reason for the chemtrail, you know, terraforming the planet, but make the atmosphere more suitable for the reptilians, I guess, because it's harder for them to exist here.
0: you got to realize that even a tropical world is too warm for them. They come from a planet that's much cooler. Why they, you know, came here during the Ice Age. It was an Ice Age when they came here. Why did they come here then? comfortable. What do they want it to be? An ice age. What are they getting the carbon dioxide down to? Ice age levels. They're getting it pre-industrial. How far pre-industrial? Ice age pre-industrial. It's almost there. You eradicate plants, you eradicate everything. They came here, and, you know, that's why they also don't want to have the oceans drain too down, because with all that ice, you have 200 feet below the oceans, pyramids, all kinds of structures down there.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to block the sun. Obviously, we've seen that Uh being being pushed. and. But then somebody pointed it out to me notice how doctors you know they don't really prescribe many vitamins but doctors lately prescribe vitamin d over like they're being pushed to prescribe vitamin d because they're trying to replace the sun with a pill
0: yep so you know pers- purposely me you know i just do it myself i've done it for 30 plus years i go out and do my sun gazing At high noon, I worked up to it. Uh, Originally, I started at sunset. I do about an hour or so. But it powers you up. It keeps your pineal powerful and active, you know, and strong. It makes you healthy. And the stuff in the chemtrails is also to AI you. And the AI doesn't particularly care for that. It doesn't like that kind of energy and that kind of, you know, there are certain things the AI can't deal with. One is love and compassion and consideration and caring about each other. It doesn't, it can't deal with it. Humor is another one. That's why I try to laugh a lot, you know, and have some humor and have humor every day. Something mm-hmm. that makes get a good deep belly laugh and get out in nature and see the beauty and talk to a tree here and there and talk to my, you know, my dogs are all totally telepathic with me, literally. I mean, I can't even think to go and you know, I can't even spell it out or anything. You, if I think about, you know, going to the park with them, my my girl comes running in, bounding all over backwards like they, a deer, pronging, all right, we're gonna go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they know my dogs yeah. are the same way. Uh, they they as soon as you have the thought like you're gonna go for a walk, they know they pick up on it. It's crazy.
0: Uh, and they you know, there was a guy that tested this with dogs in the UK. He had people, the dog would get excited when the guy was at work Come and decided to come home. The dog would go to the door and sit and be all excited, staring at the door. Yeah. They go, Well, maybe somehow the dog is hearing the guy has such incredible hearing. <laughs> you heard the guy call for a cab or something. You know? right. So he tried all different kinds of ways to make it so the dog couldn't know. And the dog always knew. <laughs> Whether he took a different vehicle or he walked or he rode a bike or, you know, the dog always knew. Yeah. So, you know, we used to all be that way before Babel. Mm-hmm. We're, yep. we're all telepathic because we didn't lie. With lies in your head, you have places you can't allow people to go, so you put up walls. Yep. Walls keep you in, too.
1: right, right. 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 Well, this has been absolutely fascinating, Gene. Thank you so much for the wealth of knowledge and everything that you're providing for humanity right now. And can you please let our audience know how they can follow you?
0: Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. So uh, the primary website where I put all the decodes and things that myself and the Blessed for Service that are all over the world helping get out this truth. And information and doing incredible decodes, as well as on GeneDecode.org, just like you see there, .org uh, you can sign up at seven a month or 77 a year for the deep dive section. And then if you don't want to use a credit card, you can send a postal to the Postal uh, Post Office box. There's a uh, contribution there you can mail it in and we can give you a coupon and then we have a free website blessforservice.org that's getting ready to be relaunched with hundreds of more documents hundreds it'll be well over 700 documents when uh, we get it completely uploaded We have a ton of new information because me and the, and the bless for service we never stop researching. if you stop learning you start to die so you need to constantly improve yourself. Uh, in every way that means learn to become more kind more respectful more considerate more loving more respectful to each other is the big thing because yeah i can't deal with it <laughs> you know it, why do you even i mean power that's what you want power over others you don't want to help people that 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 takes away from you know that adds to you infinitely so spread the love And thank you for having me here. And, you know, you brought things out of me. I've never shared in public before. So really appreciate, you know, the uh, different energy you bring to the table. Thank you. God bless.
1: Yeah. Thank you. This this was incredible. And thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this. Go check out Gene's website, go check out his information. I personally attest to it. It's incredible. It is a vast amount of information there. Uh, Just a, it's incredible go check it it out um we look forward to seeing you guys all at the conference we love you all have a great evening until next time good night
0: good night guys there was a cia director named william colby who in the 1980s said we'll know our disinformation campaigns are successful when everything the American people believe is fake. When we realize how powerful we are when we set our intentions and we realize that we aren't just this, we are just these multidimensional light beings and time is an illusion and you know, it's, everything's a perception, then you can go forward and backwards and, and embody it and just pop out and go and do this work. We can do amazing things when we set the right intentions to do it. And I said, this is is us on this plane, you know, like, that's what this is, we're going to the moon. And he said, this thing is a lot older than you think it is, and we've been going to the moon a long time. But I wrote on it, I knew that we went to the moon, and so I always knew there was a base on the moon from a young age. And our DNA is a complex recording system of the history of the entire universe. History, you know, of, of everything that not just this timeline that we know, but multiple timelines of reality. There are a total of nine different categories of planets uh, in the universe. Uh, we people on Earth, we are living on a category one planet, like elementary school students, and the
1: Theobans they are living on a category nine planet, like uh, college professors.
0: So they have been really guiding us throughout history.
1: Theoban let us know that. This facility under the Sandia Mountain is considered an information station for interstellar travelers coming to the planet. They tell us that their facility was retrofitted into the ancient tunnel system that
0: already existed. And as far as the bending of space-time continuum, I've had something like that happen. And what seemed like about a five-minute encounter has been four and a half hours a missing time, and I was completely conscious. What are you dealing with a Type 3, Type 4, Type 5 civilizations that can work with the different coexisting timelines? All bets are off, man. (laughs) You know, every time we have Bigfoot activity out there, we're having ETs and orbs and stuff like that. We have a lot of the stuff documented. As a matter of fact, um, I'm a member of three different teams, and I work with people from all over the country, out in the field. And um, we actually have documented a portal, something that we consider to be a portal um, opening. And we sent two of our team members inside of it, and really? they disappeared, and then came back out.
1: I would suggest that we take it one step further and say humanity has never known who we are. We've always been in the thought control matrix. And one step further, perhaps we could say that we're in a conscious, consciously controlled state of hypnosis. In other words, are the thought control matrix creators constantly bombarding us with frequencies that keep us from being telepathic, that keep us from remembering who we are. The thought control matrix was set up and we have never known our potential, our power,
0: our beauty, our our incredible connection. It makes no sense at all. There is no reason for it other than the programming that we've received for generations because it's all about order it's all about listen to listen to your elders listen to the teachers listen to the adults listen 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 and what that does is it it, it dims the light of the child and it makes them feel like they don't have a voice. And why that's designed that way by the dark side and that's in the system is so that they grow up and they just listen to, and they do what they're told and they're good little boys and good little girls and they lose their sense of self. They lose their North, their true North. Yeah. So many adults are walking around in, the, in this world. They don't know who they are. So the planet itself is now beginning to split. It's beginning to divide again into a higher vibrational earth and a lower vibrational earth and the race of man is dividing with it and we're becoming less and less aware of one another and over time what will happen and i don't know how long this will be one world will have all higher vibrational beings on it and the other one will all be third dimensional beings and we will not perceive each other anymore